Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris. And welcome to the Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docu series. Yeah, we're on Lens, honey, which is ridiculous but fun, but also sassy, but you know, a little cynical, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hey. Hi. All right. So today we're talking 90 Day Fiance Before the 90 Days, Season 6, Episode 5, Suspect. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. starring Cher and Dennis Quaid. I mean, you, Chris and I didn't know about this movie until right this moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you are on Patreon, you can see this lovely poster. Ugh, isn't Cher so beautiful? Yeah, look, okay, I love this. Like, okay, this looks like, obviously the suspect is in there with a gavel. So it's like, law. we know it's law-based, you know, like one of them is a suspect of something, but you know, and it's probably suspenseful and just also, I'm just going to go ahead and go on a limb and say probably something sexy happens. Why? Oh, what does it say yeah. up there? Can you read yeah. that? I was okay. just going to read it. I was going to say, she is a lawyer who broke two laws, two laws of her own profession. profession, never get involved with a juror and don't look for something clues, in, dang- clues clues in, in dangerous, dangerous places. places and then below it says suspicion supreme suspect no it says suspicion suspense oh suspect. <laughs> okay. okay well you know okay. we're trying we're trying to read this i know, you know it's really really out small when we were, when we were yeah small. blurry um yeah, on Patreon, you can know we're, we're doing the movie poster. So yeah. there's two movie posters, and one seems uh, way more 90s, and one seems like, you know, the one that we just showed you, it feels like it's from, like, the 70s. 70s, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This um, one doesn't even look real, though. Like, there's yeah. no other... This doesn't look... I look, Did I make this on Canva? Yeah, you this know? looks like Air Force One's, um, you know, poster. Okay, anyway, so those of you guys yeah. are not listening to us on Patreon, or watching us on Patreon, you don't know this. what we're doing. So um, let's jump right into this episode. Um, but first, Chris, do you want do you want us like say what you thought of the episode? You know what? It just took some tw- twists and turns that were uncomfortable for me to watch and upsetting for me. And so we'll talk about those things because like there was just like a lot of moments of me wanting to pause and jump out of my skin, but then being like, "You better keep going, or you better, or this this is going to be a five hour long affair." You know what I'm saying? Okay, so when those moments come up, you have to say, this made me want to jump out of my skin. Or you can just say, jump out of my skin. You can say whatever. Okay. Um, all right, so let's jump into the first cl- uh, client. <laughs> Jesus, where am I? Um, podcast, not work. Let's jump into the first couple, and that is Nisha and Nicola. Yes. Ooh. All right. Ooh, yeah, like, I'm gonna say a couple of things. First of all, she looks fabulous in every still. I mean, she's someone who came prepared, always is on, you know, like, and there's a reason why, you know, like, she is a professional, you know what I'm saying? Like, what is she? A professional, you know what I'm saying? Like, she comes ready, camera ready, no matter what time, you know, yeah. no matter, yeah. So, uh, but you know, it's so funny because at first he just like rolls her over in her like, I love Lucy bed. And he's like, Misha, what is wrong with you? It is so late for you have slept so late. Like she just got there, you know what I'm saying? She's just like, okay. And then she's like, oh God, she like takes off her little head mask. I got to spot one of those, by the way, one of those silk things that's called drowsy. I love this it. different one that she's wearing. And she's like, oh, is it like, what time is it? And I thought this man was going to be like, 145 
You know what I'm saying? Like Misha. And he has the audacity to say, it is already 7.45 a.m. This brand new country you had just traveled to and your clock is everywhere. Like I, I when he when he said that, I already was like, break up with him. <laughs> Good back. No, uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you're perfect either, but in this moment, that's that's crazy. That's crazy. And she does a really good job of pretending to be asleep and being like, oh my God, what what time is it? Like, what, what, hey, babe, hey. Like, I mean, in the beginning, I thought maybe she had, was just waking up. And as soon as she like lifted, lifted that, I saw the full face. Now, I mean, it wasn't full face. It was as natural as she's probably willing to go on television, but it was definitely like full foundation, some contour. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. There was definitely a lash happening, and maybe there there was some color on the lid. It maybe it was foundation, but it was something light, and she looked refreshed and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. she has a little um, I she has a little confessionals outside where she's like, we didn't do anything, we just did heavy petting, mm-hmm. and then they turn to him in his like real confessionals, and she's like, he's like heavy petting. What is that? And I thought the same thing too. As soon as they said it, I was like, you guys, you know, you know the one thing I hate was when people use color. EDMs and stuff like that. It's like just stop it. Um, but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. The next thing we have is she's steaming her clothes, and I said, "Listen, she's gonna make it work." She's in this small ass room, and the only place that she has to hang up her uh, her garment is on the TV, and she shall. And she brought a little steamer, which I thought was so cute. <laughs> Oh, I thought that was so cute. Yeah, no, I mean, she is a professional. She's looking good all the time, you know? And if we thought, like, maybe she would, like, dial back kind of, like, her clothes everywhere because they're sharing the same same space to see what that was like for her. Like, absolutely not, you know? She, I, I still, I'm kind of like, still you're not like, hey, maybe we'll just get your own room. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Okay, so then they go, oh, sorry, you want to say anything about that? No. Yeah. They're going to go out and about, you know, and he's excited to show her all the holiest places you know like all the most holiest you know saying what are it's a tour because here's the thing they fell in love over like hardcore catholicism so he can't wait to just do the thing he knows to get the hot woman that is out of his category is just give her more catholic shit so like he i mean you know there's like the church i'm not quite sure okay actually i shouldn't say anything because i don't know what any of those places are and i should like they're all holy land things and my dad and mom went there and i think one of them is the church of the holy Skeplicker, Skeplicker, something like that, I'm not quite sure. And I don't know if that's what he saw, but like those all look those places. Like, you know, those are, those are some, you know, olden time, early Catholic places. And she, it, okay. Now, I don't know if they don't have the, which is probably true, like the license to film and any of that. I was kind of like, I would have loved to see like the insides of those places. Can we see that? Like, but instead what we got, which was a lot of them sitting on a step and then going over a very simple, very simple uh, disagreement slash contrast, which is that her whole life knows about him because she gave up everything to go visit him. Her kids, they've been talking about it, all the daughters, what's it gonna be like? Like all she's been doing is talking about him. And then she gets there and this is a whole ass virgin who's never been with anyone. And she looks like that. So she is like, Oh, so like, you know, I'm gonna meet your mom and stuff like that. And he's just like, mom, why would you meet my mom? (laughs) And she's like, because I came here to see if we're gonna spend the rest of our Catholic lives together. And that means in the future forever all the time. And your mom's gonna be a part part of that, you know? And he's just like, so he then also sort of just confesses that like, he sort of half told his family, like half some brothers know about her, some don't. And like, and his overall reaction to her 
having any sort of um, trepidance about that is just to laugh it off in a really horrible, immature way. Wah? Yeah, I mean, he just has no idea what he's getting into. He has no idea. And all he has is his firm belief that as the man that he can just say I'm a man and everything's going to be okay and stop talking about it and it's supposed to be okay. Meanwhile, she is a grown ass fucking professional ass woman. Okay? She's not here for the fuck shit. She's going to talk. You're going to talk. She's not 20, 20, 20 years old and like believing in your nonsense. She's like, yes, father, son, holy ghost. Oh man. You know what I'm saying? But if we're going to merge ourselves, we've got to be able to talk to each other. And none of this chauvinistic machismo bullshit is going to go for me. And he's just giggling. And she's like, listen, listen, okay, I understand that you deflect because you'd like to chuckle. But that doesn't make me feel good. <laughs> doesn't make me feel good. So then they have, uh, then he's like, oh, Misha, Misha, all she wants to do is be with me. All She wants all this intimacy. She wants me to put glue in my hand and hold her hand in glue. And I'm just like, you should be fucking lucky that she wants to breathe the same air as you. <laughs> so back at the hotel afterwards Chris what do you have to say so she's not you know she's uh she's still like hot off that because she he he not only hadn't told people in his life and he's like literally like a peasant you know what I'm saying so like what the hell is he gonna talk about anyone with all the time or like how much god can you talk about with instead of to also be like by the way I met the love of my life so I totally get her uh and so like he's been weird about it they get back to the hotel and he's like he is being condescending towards her about her feeling anything like, oh, almost like he wants to be like, you, what are you on your period? But instead of being like that, it's like, we must be so tired. Well, also you woke her up at seven fucking 45, A, but also being like, you must be so tired. You must be so hungry. Misha, you hardly ate anything. And she's like, well, it's, it's because I came here to talk to you about things and uh, your reaction is just it's a lot for me and I'm, I'm not being able to get it and he responds with oh you are the most cute when you are the mute Misha and all of us were like mm -mm. la nope nope no no la means no uh also means la 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 but also means like no 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 la 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 okay so <clears throat> yeah it's so condescending and and here's the here's i'm gonna be very honest if you want to be in a situation where like a guy you know like feels like he can you know sort of like have a traditional gender role over you hats off that's fine but that only works if you respect the man as being someone who knows who knows his shit, who got his shit together. And a lot of females have a hard time because they don't think they have met a man that got their shit together as much as either they do or even other females in their life. This woman is a whole ass professional who like has fucking fucked her whole life and probably had the best sex ever with really hot guys because she's gorgeous okay and she has traveled all over the world this man has never left ever palestine slash israel whatever he wants to call it or whatever that he doesn't even understand how fucking like jet lag works so he that wouldn't even be a process in his mind so you're supposed to put your trust in some very small-minded 
person who doesn't know how life works and who wants to like assert his opinion as being the dominant one when he has never really made money. He doesn't really know how life works. He's not a good fucking lover at all. You wouldn't know that. Like none of it. He doesn't know how women work. And so she knows all this. And I think it's like really coming into like a, an under, I mean, this is what it feels like. It'd be coming into understanding of like, you are working with a child who doesn't know he's a child or yep. is insecure on the deepest level. They'll never let you know that he feels insecure. Yep. I mean, you summed it up perfectly. And another way to sum it up would be what Jill Scott said a few years ago on The Breakfast Club. And she says, you can only tell me what to do if you can tell me what to do. If you can't tell me what to do, you can't tell me what to do. And, <laughs> Misha, and Nicola can't tell Misha what to do. All right. So at this moment, you guys, we're going to take a break. Hear from us as we talk about Spotify for podcasters. And then we're going to come back. All right, you guys, now we're back. Hi. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to move on to our next single. He's not a fucking couple and he's still on the show. and We don't understand why. And I don't know if this made you jump out of your skin, Chris, but this made me like, at this point, I'm not into it anymore. It, we're on episode five and he is still here being delusional AF. And that is Ty Ray with this awkward ass smile for those of you guys who are... <laughs> seeing this on patreon he looks he looks skeptical like he doesn't want doesn't know if this picture is the right picture for him you know what he looks like he looks like uh he is being bullied in a hallway in high school and the and like the you know the head principal comes by and he's like tyree are you okay and he's like yes but he doesn't want to say no because like they're right behind him in the locker like being like don't you fucking say it? like it's a pained expression and he's and then it's pain watching him a little bit yes 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 uh, so we have him and his sister and they go to a farmer's market and they get lemonade, which is the sister ends up wasting later on and it upsets me for some reason. What does it, why am I still mad that she dropped it? Right. I looked so delicious and I couldn't have it. And the person who had it dropped it. But anyways, she was uh, mad too though. So she, yeah. wasn't, at least, at least she wasn't like, whatever. She was like, no, yeah. I mean, I feel like that. <sighs> all over her shoes you know it's red oh god oh god yeah she was like how did the hell did that, ha that happen so anyways um she is with him and he is talking about how he still doesn't believe it's not true and she has no idea not is not understanding how her brother is so delusional she didn't realize that she was gonna come be on the show dealing with her delusional brother she had no mm -hmm. idea mm -hmm. until he made up some crazy ass story as to where she could have been I don't know, in prison, and then she came out or something, and then her her boy, her husband, like, took over her phone, and I don't, I don't know. Like, she, and, and listen, I, we're watching a person have, like, a mental fit, and it doesn't feel fun, because when this person said this out loud to a camera crew of producers who are only going to exploit him, I said, oh, you're on a, because, you know, you know, I think of crazy things all the time. Oh. Right, but I, I know, know, I know that they're not real. Okay, so, Chris, what do you say? I yeah, like what it, the okay. So this is what I want to know. Okay, well, let me just. This is what I want to know. Sometimes I don't know if Ty Ray wants doesn't want to say this. Oh, I don't care if Christian's a guy, but I just don't know. You know, like and I oh, you know, because I think that Ty Ray is like. You don't understand. At this point, I'm in love with the person. 
I'm in love with the person, or I just can't believe that the person behind there doesn't have an honest connection with me due to what we said. So I don't know how to say that without, you know, you know, so then there's like these kind of like fantasies of, oh, it's a you know person that was in jail or whatever. But then there's the next fantasy that be, that happens after he's given more information is so banana also crazy that this is where we have to like also break this down. Who's <laughs> doing the most, right? The sis comes back, she looks super cute. They're eating like the popcorn, all that other stuff. She drops a drink as I said, whatever. She's like, look, since last we saw each other and I did like the image search, like I, you know, like did more research, whether she got someone involved, they went to a laptop, there's someone else was like, let me show you, let's someone else like that looks familiar who knows whatever because god bless she's like i found an escort page that this person has and the person on the escort page like talks about what areas the person works in and it's all up and down southern uh, california the person i mean the person has an amtrak honey like whatever it is or she, that person is a mover and shaker up and down i mean from the top to the bottom this person <laughs> i mean I, I was like you get around you yeah, yeah. mean <laughs> But it's also kind of by where uh, Tyree's from. And so he is like flabbergasted. He he like calls the number immediately, but blocks his call. So they, they don't pick up. And then he tries to text them. And the sister's like, what are you going to text them? And, he, and he's like, just like something totally normal and chill. Just like, hey, you look familiar. I was wondering if I could talk to you and if you were available because you look familiar. <laughs> Which is now going to come from his phone number. I don't think you can text from an unknown number. You're right. I know. <laughs> so then, then he has that number and something else happens where then he just immediately searches that number on the internet and finds even more escort pages with even more numbers, more more pictures, all of it. And then this is where, wow, do you, you want to take it away? This is where, it, where it's this really is, bad. He's like, oh my God, maybe he's a pimp. Maybe it's the pimp. Maybe Christian's the pimp and she's the hoe. And so he's like talking to me. He's been talking to me for four years to get money out of me. And we're and the sister's like, what? Okay, no, no. I think I think my brother would have just gotten up and walked away. Like he's a man of so many of so little words that he would have just been like, why well, am a what? Uh -uh. He would have taken you away. I think your brother would have been like, if he realized you were in a, as you said, mental fit at this point, he'd be like, <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, pr pr producers, we're good. Like, I'm gonna, like, yeah, she, you know, I'm gonna, like, gotta take her away. Like, right now, he's just like, uh, we're gonna wrap it up for today. Wrap it up for today. Just like, see you later. But we'll, I'll, I'll call you. I'll call you. You know, I, I mean, you know, it'd just be like. Yes. He would take me away. He would, yeah, you're right. He would be like, this is crazy. Nah, nah. Uh, we gotta stop this. My sister is not okay. She's not okay. My sister is not okay. <laughs> She's not okay. Hey, Wom, I love, did we take your mic for some reason? It just, I hear a difference. Did you, did something happen? Okay, hold on. Okay. Um, I just also, you know, want to say this. So it's also, you know, it's also crazy because it's very obvious that someone has taken this, these, this person's pictures that is an escort or whatever, or not just a hot woman and is not in the country. It feels very much like Christian or whoever exists. And this person is not living anywhere in California. So it's just, it's, it's just crazy that he, that Tyre would not understand the simple logic of this woman, this beast, this picture is not who you were ever talking to. So yeah, if this is an escort or not an escort or whatever. The person you're talking to is a completely different person. Yeah. Oh, so much better. Okay, great. Yeah, it, my uh, mic unplugged. I don't know how. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I think you're right. I think that Carmela is a made-up person, male in an island, and the person who is on the escort is that person who's on escorts. Or 
maybe not even that person is on escorts. <laughs> like, we don't know. Um, you know, you could ask for Carmela and get sent to a completely different black woman. Um, but mm-hmm. I mean, that's really all I have to we have to say, right? You know, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on to our next actual couple, and that's David and Sheila. We actually have David and Sheila back. And we pick up where they um just met each other at the airport and they are on their way to his hotel. And of course, they have to take away the sound to let us know what the world is like for him and he's just looking 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 and she doesn't know what he's feeling yeah and it's hard for her because she i you know she says she doesn't sign very well which she doesn't but she signs i thought okay for her their first meeting but she's not confident in it Mm -hmm. so she is like sitting next to him not quite knowing what's going on and he's just like what in the heck i'm from nebraska you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> now I have a question for you as a as an avid as a traveler, Chris. Mm-hmm. When these folks say that it took them thirty hours to get wherever it is that they're in, you know this this part of the world, do you do you think to yourself there could have been a cheaper? I mean, a, not cheaper. There could have been a more expensive yet faster flight. I just take into account that they definitely had at least a layover. There can be layover. Because I'm just like. 30 hours i know it takes 24 hours to get to australia and so i'm like the philippines is i don't know which way you would go here's the truth i don't know which way the planes fly do they fly over the states over no they probably fly over the pacific and i just i want to look it up maybe while you talk and see how much a fucking flight to the philippines is and if it costs if it takes 30 hours 30 hours is too long yeah, I mean, I mean, I can see that they fly to Australia. I mean, when you tell me, we, you're obviously on mute, and you'll tell me. So um, they are on their way to food, and they go to, like, a fried chicken restaurant, which, by the way, looks so good. And, like, when I'm done with my uh, theater show that I've been doing for the past month, and right by the theater show was this, like, these two um, Asian chicken places, and uh, one is, like, cluck something and like it's just the best fried chicken anyway god bless i was like saw it and i was like yeah and uh you know they she has to kind of get on the stool to order because she has to kind of point you know and he has to like kind of pick her up and like you know take her off and he's just like oh order me whatever you want and so she gets like the adobo you know he's super hungry he says you know i don't know how to do that uh but then he also has to use the bathroom a lot and so at this point i start to get physically somewhat turned off by watching the storyline and i'll say it happens here and then it gets a little more progressive where i almost become like a mild april watching the storyline okay so that's what i'm gonna like say where i should i'm like oh god you know where it's like it's it's building inside me thank god i don't have to interact with anyone but i'm not happy about like anything about it so he goes he pees in an alley like i don't know if he watched just hands are going here here you know like i don't know any of that you know like and then they go get their food to go uh then they go to the hotel and the hotel is not the cleanest and they have to push their beds together to make one bed and when she does that my loves something is in the hotel room with them and they kill it on the floor and we cut to it so many times that again like i just want you to like of a process with me i'm already now at this point i am like throw i want to throw up so while what happens next that really makes me lose my mind um so she's like it's okay 
And I'm like glad for her. I'm glad that it's okay for her uh, in that moment. And she picks it up and she's just like, whatever. But like, she's used to it, it must be, because if that were me and I live in the States where there are roaches, I would still be upset. Um, and so he's like, they, you know, did false advertisement. So like, he's like, it's, and I'm like, yeah, you, you probably paid a good price for it, which means that it wasn't the right place. He actually said he wanted cheap and he like, he said he like looked for a cheap place. Oh, he did. And he thought he was getting like a good, yeah. I mean, listen, his, I looked it up and the flight to Cebu, not necessarily Manila, but Cebu, Philippines. Um, if you pay almost $3,000, you get a 22 hour flight and there is one stop in Seoul for three hours. So I'm like, oh, that sounds like a steal. You get to go to Seoul for a couple hours, you know? For $3,000? Yeah, I mean, that's what it, yeah, it costs, $3,000. Is there a cheaper version? Yeah, um, yeah. The cheaper version is four, four, uh, four, f- four stops. <laughs> yeah, how many, and how, yep. Which is not Wahimilino. <laughs> that is David. Yeah, yeah. David. I'm like, ooh. Oh, no, the cheaper one is two, no, 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 no. Cheaper one is two stops, and um, where do you stop? You stop somewhere interesting? um 2400 where do you stop in 2400 it's american airlines so and <laughs> i don't know where you stop in s in ceb which i don't know where ceb is looks like that is they have one stop in laguardia then one stop in jfk and then one stop in hong kong how do you have a stop in laguardia and a stop in jfk girl that's what i'm saying no, so there's from, no way. What are you talking no, no, about? No, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. So it is Minnesota. I'm doing from Minnesota. He's from he's from Nebraska, right? So it's not that far. Okay, okay. So <laughs> let's say Minnesota to LaGuardia. Okay, then you have a five hour and fifty five minute layover in LaGuardia, and you transfer to JFK, and then you're at JFK for two hours and thirty minutes, and then you go to Hong Kong, and then you're in Hong Kong, and then you have a two hour and fifty minute from Hong Kong to Cebu there is no f- way that there is not a flight just to JFK there is no reason to go to LaGuardia to not go to- okay well that that's the- you know. fly from here to here <laughs> you fly from here this is Queens to here and this is Brooklyn <laughs> it's so crazy um but anyways like I that sounds wild to me I give me let me get my my good little 3,000 for Philippines because you know I am not one layover max and someplace fabulous i can only imagine the airport in seoul is fabulous i would love it yeah uh, it. which is which is korea for those of you who are not aware mm. um yeah so he does that and then he um this is the part that made chris jump out of her skin he we 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 chris and i are both waiting for him to go shower because we can tell that he's a sweat hottie mess he doesn't look clean at all. I, you know, I, 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 I feel for his, uh, I feel for him, you know, in so many ways. It's just that, you know what, this is what also happened. Like I said, this is when I, when we saw the pictures of him, I couldn't talk to him, but when we saw the pictures of him in high school, when he thrived, when I saw the pictures of him now, I was like, oh my God, I see a, I see a health decline. It's a palpable looking health decline. And I want him to feel better about himself. But at the same time, there also comes like a certain, you know, I need those hygiene levels up. I need those. I need every mo- a moment of the hygiene levels up. I need. I need the teeth. I need everything. I need the hair. I need. I need the clothes. I need everything to look like they don't smell all the time, and there to be like, like 
a health a healthier aspect of him happening radiating okay that's what i have to say okay yeah um he doesn't shower and like he gets in the bed and he says that he's too he's too excited because he hasn't had sex in three years to shower and everybody me no 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 everybody you know everybody has a different levels it's like oh no she deserves to have sex with a clean man yeah why aren't I you mean, thinking about her he just peed in the alley and not to say that like that's not part of her like telling him to go pee there but like no not me so anyways i hope i have a great next day the next couple that we're going to talk about is gino and jasmine all right so with gino and jasmine um he goes to a bar and he would like a light beer and the bartender which in my captions put barmaid and i was like wow these captions are really sexist because like you don't the bartender is a bartender regardless of gender um, and she's there and she, listen, let me tell you, she says she speaks English and the way he speaks English, you would think maybe she wouldn't understand him, but she followed that story and gave great advice. She, um, was like, what's up? And he's like, you know, my, my, my fiance and I brought up a prenup and, you know, she doesn't want to talk about the, the prenup and, and the girl's like, well, why would you bring such ne negativity into the relationship? Of course, that's not normal here. Pe no, most people don't do prenups. And I'm like, yeah, those most people are not both two wealthy people, right? Like he's doing a prenup when I understand the reason why he's doing it, but he he's responsible for her for 10 years regardless. So if you are an, an American who's bringing someone from a different country to the, to the States, you might as well just lock in, like take the seatbelt, buckle yourself in, because you are regardless responsible for them for 10 years, unless they married another American. But even then, I don't know. So he knows that he is not good for Jasmine. He knows that him and Jasmine are not good together. He knows it, which is why he wants the prenup. If he truly felt that him and Jasmine were going to live the rest of their lives in bliss, I don't think he would want a prenup. That's just my opinion. Um, Chris. You know, I, I love what this bartender says. She's like, why would she have to give you all of her if you're not willing to give her all of you? And he's like, well, I have some investments, you know, or whatever. And she's like, I mean, I'm going to tell you this right now. Do I want to agree with Jasmine? No. Do I think that Jasmine is, you know, wanting certain things and very obvious about it? Yes. But do I ultimately agree with her? About this, yes, and I'll tell you why. She is leaving everything that she has and knows to go over there, and she's not going to be protected because she's an immigrant and she's a woman, and she, you know, and all the things like she, whether she gets her green card or not, like I don't think she, you know, all of it. And his family does hate her, and she's very, for him, good looking. So she brings to the table things that he really wants. And what he brings to the table is not as much, but he can provide a certain amount of security that she has been upfront about, upfront, the hair, everything. I mean, I, the way that she was like, this is what I require to be your wife has been said in a way that I feel like is admirable. Now, the way that she behaves in every other aspect, I'm not going to co-sign or get behind. So in this way, to have this, like, beautiful bartender who really, like, you know, knows her beer really well, like, say this in such a way, I got it, you know, like, because I, I agree. He doesn't have anything to offer her. He's 
really horribly ugly and he can't fuck her and he's not a social person. So like all that he is offering her is a chance to go to America and money. Okay. So like, that's be honest. And what he gets is to get whatever, whatever he gets to walk around with her and feel however he feels about that. And that is a huge win for him huge his whole life he's been made to feel shitty and ugly and like he wants to walk around with what he thinks is a hot piece and he's willing to go put up with everything because he in his way wants to feel like this woman loves him and her passion and fiery passion only further cements her undying love for him whether it's true or not it's what he wants to believe and he has to pay the price and there is just men out here that are cheap and if you want something you have to pay the price and I I don't care if you think it should be cheaper. It's not. The hair isn't cheaper. She's not cheaper. Now, I'm not saying she's worth it, but if you want what she is selling, that's the price she's, you know, that's the price. Great. Yeah. Um, we have a scene where she fake cries on a rooftop bar with her sister, which I feel is very manipulative because the sister is only loving her so much and she's just like, but I love you. And the cry is just so ridiculous. Now, I know I saw a picture of her from like prior where she looks different. Like, I'm going to switch pictures. Okay, so everybody on Patreon, you see this picture of her in your mind, right? Okay, now switch. This is what she used to look like. And the truth is, I think she's beautiful either way. Um, I enjoy her curly hair. It's like her sister's. But I just felt like that scene was just too annoying. So then we get to the house and she puts on a little pink or red dress. I couldn't tell. And she like goes off and her sister's like, where you're going? And she's like, no, me, Gino. So she goes to see Gino and she gets there and she sits down and, you know, she was at that point willing to acquiesce to the prenup because she loves Gino. And he, at that point, took the bartender's advice and, and was just like, listen, I don't, I don't want that. And, you know, it was cute. They had this moment and... Then she's like, baby, would you consider having a wheel? And then he freaks the fuck out over Will. And I'm like, maybe she doesn't understand that once they get married, she will by default get everything. Um, unless he has some kind of living trust set up and makes it so that other people get things. But she's trying to protect herself. Um, but before she says that, there's this one moment where she tries to give this man some lentils. And I don't know exactly what Gino thinks about lentils, but whatever it is, it's, it's, it's akin to Brussels sprouts. It's akin to whatever nasty vegetable you were forced to eat as a child. And I'm going to say that I have never had a bad lentil. Chris, have you ever had a bad lentil? Love a lentil. I've never had a bad one. So I didn't understand why he was like, nyeh, nyeh. I, mean, I mean, like a child. Nyeh, nyeh, nyeh. And then he eats it and he's like, oh, that's not bad. I'm like, bitch, stop lying. The shit is good. Okay. A well-seasoned lentil is fucking delicious. I agree. Remember that time that Jasmine, he was like, oh, Jasmine, you look nice. And Jasmine was like, you do as well, Gino. And you were like, <laughs> okay. Just wondering. Remember that part? You know that the internet streets, uh, which is tweets, uh, some people were like, what if Jasmine's sister is her child? Wow. You just, just think that Jasmine was out here in the streets just popping them out and leaving them with her mother? or And or not wanting us to think that she's older than she is or something? Like having a... Oh, okay. Okay. 
I, I felt bad for the sister slash daughter slash sister in the sense that like she had to watch this person be absolutely bananas. And mm-hmm. like, could you imagine just like, okay, so we're going to move into this high luxury apartment for one month. And then I, when I'm going to go to America and I don't know where you're going to go, you know, like what is for the, you know, cause she's there. Like, I don't know. Uh, do you want to go on to, uh, yeah, Razvan? let's move on to Razvan and Amanda. I mean, what is there to say besides they're in a car ride um, after she got upset about him seeing, talking to his his agent or his director, whoever the fuck, and uh, he starts to cry. Yeah, and then she's just like, I just feel like you haven't really been catering to me or making me feel or like caring about how I'm doing at all or doing anything for me this whole time. <laughs> and we were like, wow, you're a mean bitch. The coffee, the pancakes, bitch, like all like what? I mean, yeah, she is. She's so crazy. Like she's a (laughs) bananas, unhinged person. And he is putting up with it for see how long. Like, I'm not quite sure. Like, I didn't know if the crying was manipulative anyway. Like, it's just I I can't quite tell like who's what. But I do know that the scene ends with her putting on the best BB voice she can. (laughs) A really, really BB voice and being like, are you okay? You promise? I love you. Oh my god. You know, like, is she gonna go home now and fuck the shit out of him and, like, suck every part of his D? You know, like, all of it? Now? Is it, like, is that what they're crying for? Like, if that happens after this, if... Just, just, that's my little, like, you know, let's just, we'll just see. Yeah, we'll see. Indeed you do. Okay, let's move on to Christian and Chloe. Okay, so you want to start this one out? He's 30. He does have a little receding hairline for a 30-year-old, you know, because now that I showed that it's like, this is Nicola, you know, and he has whatever he is. I don't mean like, he's like in his 40s or something. We've already talked about that. Christian, I mean, you know what I'm saying? That happens. I went to I went to college with some guys that were receding in college. So oh, it happens well. to them. You know, it's their mother's fault. Why are you blaming the mom? Oh, because when men have receding hairlines, it's it's from the mother's side. Always? How could that be? I don't know. I read, I read, a, I read a study. Oh. Maybe it's, maybe it's changed since I first looked it up. But you usually get it from the from the maternal side of the family. Uh, okay, so he's he is having breakfast with his bud Christian. No, wait, he's Christian. His bud is named. I can't remember. Tom. Like, Ty- Tom. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tom has a girlfriend with mm-hmm. eyeliner. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those are the, those are the suspects at play. <laughs> he loves his friend, Tom, you know, and they've been like friends for a long time and they're, uh, Oh, I forgot the word law. There's a word, rain, not like rain, not like rainbow brothers. Like when you've like done the oh. same girl. Oh, I've, Oh, I don't know what that's called. He's so proud of that. He's like, we dated, dated the same women. Yeah. I think it's because he probably thinks Tom is a handsome dude. Uh-huh. So uh, he this this whole uh huh and this whole breakfast is like centered around the fact of how hard they party, how much they drink. Well, I don't know if everyone always parties like us. We're wild. We don't. We do more than moderate drinking. It's just like thou thou doth talk too much about drinking. That makes me think that you've never drunk. I mean, you know, what I'm saying it's like it make, gave me vibes of like the person that tries to act drunk when they're like 17 and had like a sip of Maduri sour. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Minnesota culture is surprisingly in Minneapolis. It's a lot about drinking. It's that. it's like you're cold. Yeah, like it's Russia. like it's like six months out of the year there is literally shit to do. 
So I just imagine, and like they've tried so hard because you don't have liquors in the grocery stores the way you do in California. So you actually specifically have liquor stores and they close early. They like close at eight, like maybe 10, you know, but uh, like, and then they're separate from the grocery store. So they're like their own stores. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's different than California and that's their way. And they're closed on Sundays, all of them. So it's just it's like, you can't buy any liquor on Sundays. So it's just like, it's so interesting how like out bars and alcohol is just like such a part of the, the zeitgeist here. Like people are like drinking with their parents at a certain age, you know, whatever. I don't know that to be true, but I just said it. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, he, they talk about that and you know, they have the girlfriend who like, I'm like, what does she see in Tom? Not that Tom is not, you know, whatever, but like he is wearing a tank top. And she has decided to wear a sensible gray turtleneck. And her boyfriend slash whoever he is, is wearing like a red pink tank top with gray trimming. And I couldn't get over it, Chris. Like I could not get over the fact that this man was wearing a tank top on TV. Oh, God, isn't that so weird? I don't remember clocking that or thinking was, any certain way about it. But I was very upset about it. Um, Hair of the dog, he drank whiskey in the morning with the with the breakfast in order to like get over his hangover yeah that's that seems I, it's not a good sign but i will say uh i want to just call out how yummy the oj looked that was on that table you know like it looked real fresh like that person like you know like that was at least like seven dollar oj you know like <laughs> i looked real fresh so um but here basically this is where kind of like the love story that we've been introduced to and somewhat been you know maybe excited about starts to take a turn that starts to be Oh no, a little bit in our in our hearts and our minds. Uh, for me, I, I don't want to say us, but what you two were. Yeah, I I wish that he wouldn't have talked so poorly about his family. I wish he had not told. Okay, so what had happened? He said, you know, he's very Christian. All his big big ass family. We've been knowing that or whatever. But so then he decides to tell us that, or he decides that to tell some people in his family, but those some people with big mouths told all of the people because. Um, that's what happens with family. And I don't, does he not know that? I mean, that, okay. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, but because of that, now everyone's in his ear and being negative, you know, and Tom's like, you know, it sucks, but they're old. So, you know, like we don't know how to not be, you know, so every, it's just, it becomes like a shitty situation because I, Christian had kind of been so cool at first of being like, I'm going to be respectful of Chloe and like, you know, whatever, where she is in certain places. And then I don't know, like who he told that just decided to not be, you know, trustful with it because now he's being influenced by their decisions and their like attitudes toward it. And then it makes us start to feel that Chloe isn't going to be as safe as we would like Chloe to be. Chloe sometimes gives me Nicole vibes, Nicole and uh, Usma, no, Nicole no. and um Mahmoud uh, Mahmoud yes in that Chloe is aesthetically doing the most and pristine her nails are like this beautiful brown ombre all like I when we got when we cut to Chloe I'm like you know it's it's obvious that everything is stylistic on point her palette of clothes that she's packing is just like these beautiful neutrals like neutral neutral I loved it I loved it I know you did I know you did. And I I was like, I noticed it. And I was like, Chris, this is like, not the same aesthetic, but the color palette of like, 
just classic lady, simple, you know, affected, like, not affected, I don't know what that means, but like, just, yeah, I saw it. And she's unpacking, she has her two cats, and she's like being really realistic. She's like, he's weird now. He's not going to want to kiss me. And I'm like, is he like saying he doesn't want to kiss her because his family's going to watch this show and see him kiss a trans woman? So, and this, um, listen, when, I, when he went to go visit his friends, there had been no snowfall. When his friend picked him up, there was snow. So I'm like, this is around the time that you and I were there in Minnesota. <laughs> this is around, this is November time. And he's going because the first snow fell, fell when I, when I went, when we, when we, you know, unpacked my hat, my, my truck. So like, I just am like so sad for the experience that she's going to have now. And I wish that he had just bowed out and said that I couldn't do this. Cause now we know that his family, listen, I'm going to say that a lot of people's family would feel a certain way, especially the older generation but I would never throw them under the bus in the way that he has done to make us now think and believe that his family are like a bunch of bigots and like anti-gay or whatever, not anti-gay, but like anti-LGBTQAIA+. And that's the part that made me uncomfortable. You, sorry, Chris. No, I just, I wonder why he told them or if some of them found out in such a way, you know, like, because he, I guess, yeah, I was just surprised because how, of how respectful he was earlier. He had to have known, he had to have known that it would, word would get out and people would, whatever. So I'm just, it really did put a damper on it. And it, it set up this situation to be now like a suspenseful thing for us to be like, is he going to be weird or cringy meeting her? Which is, I don't want to be in that place as yeah. a spectator. Yeah. Like, I want to be in a place of thinking that Christian is... I, you know, yeah, did Christian not just turn, tell his family, be like, oh, I'm, I'm pansexual. Yeah, so uh, she's trans and I'm pansexual. So I guess that didn't happen. That wasn't a conversation. Yeah, I think that's what he thought he was going to do or what Tom, he told Tom and Jana that he, I don't know, he he made, he told, not Tom and Jana, he told the other friends before that right. he was like very much like it is what it is. But then like when his, I, I think it's just, and she said it, Cleo, that she's used to judgment and ridicule but people who are hetero cis white men males may not be used to that being attacked and now it's being attacked and he doesn't know how to handle it because maybe he's going to lose his family i don't know but it's it's just a storyline that i'm not interested in the yeah she's that part of it Oh, yeah. Well, now, yeah. And she's, you know, she very much is like, I don't know what's going to happen when he sees me at the airport, like if he's going to think I'm feminine enough, you know, or whatever. And that part really was the first, like, it made me upset because I did not realize, like, I thought that we had gotten past that. And so I was happy to have gotten past that kind of just, but maybe I'm just being, maybe that's a privilege. Maybe that would be something that would always be there. I don't know. I just didn't, it makes me sad. I hope that it turns out well, I guess. It's like, I want this to yeah. be, a, you know, I don't want this to be a, a really bad story at the airport. So yeah, we'll see my literally I'm like, okay. Cause I really like Chloe and yeah, she, you know, she gives me that Nicole vibe in someone who I also like feel like needs to be protected in, in ways, you know, like, because I think this person is a good person and like goes through life a little bit, you know, like 
feeling vulnerable. Yeah. And the way that Nicole gives me like those kind of vibes too, even though Nicole is like, you know, whatever, just not autistic or I don't think she has said that, but you know, uh, and they're but like that autistic, that, uh, art, sorry, artsy aesthetic leaning. So, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So last couple is Riley and Violet. Riley and Violet. I keep, you know, to me, I'm going to be honest with you. Riley is a girl's name to me. And so, Every time I think to say their name, I'm like, I'm saying to uh, like, oh, right. Like, ooh, but that's not, you know, it, it trips me up. Um, so <laughs> we've got Riley and Violet and um, he, we see him in the morning. He gets up, he's like getting dressed. And I think that I'm going to see some kind of routine of like the morning. I think I'm going to see some moisturizer go on. I'm going to, I think I'm going to see like, I don't know, something, but he just, sprays two giant dollops of whatever that smell is on his neck and that's it i mean just that's it he just puts on clothes and he's like i'm really upset that violet isn't gonna be here with me because it's you know it feels like she's not making time for me i flew all this way and whenever someone says i flew all this way and listen i i get it you came there to see someone but also if you were me who's like sure 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 i came here to see you but also i'm in vietnam so like i don't need to be with you every step of the way like <laughs> i can go off and like enjoy the city on my own and you and i can do whatever and the fact that for me it's like i don't know if he, she told us she had something to do at school and that's where she works so it also makes sense to me that she would have something to do at work that also how is she a hundred percent sure that he's coming she's probably talking to a bunch of different guys or she's probably talked to different guys at different points and they're all like, I'm going to come visit you. I'm going to come visit you. So um, it wasn't until she, he like touched down and seemed like he was really into her that she was like, I'll make time for you. Because the truth is, is like she, she could have been like, you know, he's probably coming here, but he isn't coming here for me only. There's probably other girls he's talking to. You know, I'm just thinking all the things she could be thinking. I like that because I mean I'm gonna be also say that he is a whiny whiny little little boy you know like and every and you called out not really enjoying him early on and I didn't see anything but this episode made me you know like not be into him for lots of reasons but let's just so basically you know yeah so he is upset that she has to do something else and he registers this having to do something else as being a personal choice that she's made like he makes it seem like she was like yeah 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 you're here but i totally like made plans like last night with some girls to go for brunch or whatever or get my nails yeah. done and yeah. so like i'm gonna go get my brunch my nails done i'm gonna go see like a silent movie by myself and you know <laughs> like do a yoga class and then i'll meet up with you you know like that yeah. but she's at this place called the independence palace okay so that's where she either that's where she goes to school slash work we're not quite sure exactly what she was doing but before he so then okay so then he has a um a facetime with his boo um and he you know lays it all out like yeah i got here but it's kind of weird because she won't see me way 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 cry 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 and also way 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 cry 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 i got her this gift and she wasn't like you know on her knees just like being like thank you oh lord oh master or whatever and he's like it's pearls and then that girl whoever he's talking to i don't know if it's a sister or the friend it's just like let's get the pearls back you know which i which i was like you can't be serious but it is funny but no you cannot do that you know yeah yeah, you're right. And then he's like, well, I have other presents, so we'll see if she makes makes it up so I can give her the other presents, like a ring. And so then he shows the ring. She's like, that was like a band. He's like, no, it's a promise band, wedding band wing. It's a promise that I'll marry you wedding band. Don't, it's not just a regular wedding band. Yeah. It's a promise that I'll marry you one. 
<laughs> just like crazy. That's 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 an engagement ring. I promise I'll marry you. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. So she meets him at this this museum slash like outdoor park called Independence Palace, where I guess after the 20 years war in Vietnam, which is like, God bless you made it through. And she shows him all the tanks and he wants to talk about his feelings. And she's like, I'm sorry, you're in Vietnam. We don't talk about our feelings here. At least I don't. So like, I'm not, I, it's in the past. Like it happened. I'm not going to do it. So it's okay. I get it. You felt some kind of way, but like, I don't want to talk about it. So let's move on. Okay, great. I don't have the nomenclature in your language to fully like say how I feel. So like, I don't want to have this conversation. Okay. You see that tank? It's great. It's 50 years old. You want to do there? And he's like, I feel like you're not, you know, understanding me, Violet. And you're not like telling me what I need to hear because you don't understand, like you brush it away. And she's like, yeah, because I don't understand your language and I don't speak it well enough to like truly explain to you how I feel. So. Yeah, also, uh, you're a man, and in my culture, men don't aren't so, like, whiny. And all you've been is a whiny, sweaty, whiny person. And then after he's like, oh, you know, also, like, uh, can we just, like, go ahead and just, like, slow down the role of this whole, like, walking thing a little bit? Because it's, A, hot as hell in your country, which it is, God bless. And he's wearing what looks like a very, uh, yeah, very, uh, also, like, you know, thick <laughs> cotton thing. And it's just... Uh, sweat of the bone he's like also my knees hurt she's like well okay do you want to take a seat just take a he's like no i can keep going i just uh i don't want you to think i'm any less of a strong man because i know how much you love strong man but my knees my poor knees you know just like if you wouldn't hang out with me i hope you like me in his pearls you know just like he yeah just so that you know like and she I, she's it's not probably something that she's used to yeah ever come on yeah, she's like, man up. And I feel the same way. <sighs> Anyways, so, I mean, I feel like that's the end of this, right? We made it through. We did it. Yeah, you know, wait. Uh, yeah, because that's that's literally how that part ends. Like, they don't, <laughs> he doesn't feel like he's just like, he doesn't, he's like, it's very funny. He like, I like, I just like it because it's a little bit of the opposite of what's happening with Nicola and what's her face where like the Americans just like, please let's talk about how uncomfortable I am and the things I want. And the foreigner is like, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. She's like, and I don't think she's ready for that ring either. Like they may have been talking for however many years, but she's like, listen, I'm a kid in the candy store right now. I'm talking to all manners of people. I, I do believe she's talking to other people. And she's like, you come visit me. Okay. You know, like whatever it is. <laughs> she, and she's already set up the thing where she's not going to have sex with him. So I'm like, if I've been talking to somebody for two years and then I go visit them in their country and they tell me that they're not going to have sex with me because of their culture, I'm going to be like, oh, you're not, you're not. I don't know if you think I can make several trips over here. I can't. So it's like, how did... How did Tariq get to the Philippines so many times? Did he go more than once? I don't know, but it's expensive. That flight is expensive. Well, his rap career, well, well obviously. Oh, yes, yes, you're right. Come on. You're right. He's, yeah. Yeah, you're right. All right, you guys. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, this is the end of this podcast. If you guys wanted to see the visuals of what you're listening to. This is the end of the podcast? Wow, wow. I did not know, honey. This is how she tells me the end of the podcast. <laughs> I, listen, I wasn't prepared for it, but you know, this, I you know it was just the app. You the, know we're, in, coming up on our, we're coming up on our year, right? What are we going to do for our year anniversary? Let's talk about it. Okay, it's so anyways. Anniversary. Hey. We're going to sing that song. Anniversary. Okay, you guys, 
come to Patreon. It's a great time. It's $10 a month. Patreon.com slash DocuSweeties to see the visuals of what you're listening to right now. And you will also get to join our our uh, first Monday of the month live, which is coincidentally happening today. So um, you're, you're going you're to miss that. Um, wow, and Chris yeah. is going to tell you where you, you can find us on the social medias. Yes, we exist on social medias, the ones that you are on, such like Instagram at DocuSweeties or Twitter at DocuSweeties1 or TikTok at DocuSweeties. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you have not, consider giving us five stars. I love you guys so much. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.